Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, what's today's episode going to be about? Well, one of my favorite individuals, Matt Walsh. Reason why I say this is because he gives content that's pretty easy. You know, I can make a podcast on just about anything and everything he does because he made it easy from the things he said about himself and believed by himself. Right? The social media posts, his YouTube and so and all the other type of video posts he posts up. Pretty much all the things he deal with the Daily Wire and everything like that. The fact that he calls himself a theocratic fascist. He calls himself a fascist, by the way. So I don't care. We call it parents of a adjective you put on it. You know, I don't care what prefix you put on it. You're still a fascist, right? A fascist is a fascist. Just like you can call yourself a Christian nationalist. You're still a white nationalist because that's where it came from, right? You try to put whatever prefix before the fascist, you're still a fascist. You put whatever prefix before the nationalist, you're still a white supremacist, neo-Nazi type of motherfucker. You're bigot. You're still a bigot, nonetheless, right? So. Anyway, this video has come from Sirius, believe it or not. I partake in that content, you know, every now and then. But I wanted to, of course, do this because I saw that, it, that he's talking about Matt Walsh. And, of course, this is when Matt Walsh went and got grilled by some Tennessee Democrats. He went before him. And got properly grilled as he should be. Because he's talking about trans, you know, transgender affirming care. Right, for kids, which more likely, you know, you know my beliefs on this. And it's more correct, I think, than anything else. I normally believe that individuals who are, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 you know, high school age. You should be allowed to, you know, partake in the gender-affirming kid type of stuff. And up including surgery. You know, I'm not going to say that that type of child is okay to be in a legally binding type of contract, but I do know that they they understand right from wrong enough that they can make, you know, tough decisions. You know. Definitely when it comes to them themselves, the body themselves, you know. I'm not going to say that they, they can't be, you know, manipulated and informed and things, but that's the reason why it's like, that's certain things. You know, you 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, you're not going to, you, you can't even try to fathom to lie and say that you've been manipulated by your parents to do, to becoming a transgender that's impossible. Like, I mean, literally, that's impossible. Like, it's literally physically impossible. I mean, just think about what's going on in high school. If you've been into an inner city high school, yeah, they don't even listen to their damn parents. They don't even listen to their guardians. They don't care. They don't do shit. Like, 
they was do whatever the fuck they want at that time period. I've been there. There's, if my mind wanted me to be a girl and say, Trey, you're going to have to transgender and transition into a, transition into a girl, right? I'm not going to transition into a girl. Oh, well. Well, I'm going to kick you out. Good. You still ain't going to get your girl, though. So you kick me out. <laughs> what that's her? <laughs> Literally, I'll say, like, what does that serve? How, what does that fix? Nothing. I'm out with my ass, but I'm still a dude. Yeah. And you still don't have the daughter that you wanted. So, yeah. Exactly. It'd be like that. So, that's why I'm like, I'm okay with most high school age people getting it. And they normally start at 16, really, with any type of actual surgeries. Right. And I do understand that, you know, you got parents out there that can manipulate their child and get puberty blockers and things like that. You know. And I do know people say, you know, the effects of puberty can be reversed once you've taken off of puberty blockers. But the problem being, if you are allowed to take puberty blockers at a very young age, like, Trying to sneeze. <laughs> there we go. But like you take it at a young age, like eight, nine years old, it's more likely because your parent influenced you to take it at eight, nine years old. Right? And if your parent influenced you to take it at eight, nine years old, it's more likely you're not going to get off of it even if you want to be on it or not. Because at that time period, your parents have the effect of love that they can withhold from you. And that that type of thing can be done. Now, I do know that these places have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of things like doctors and everything like that, psychologists and things like that, that can easily tell if something's going on. If a child is being manipulated into doing something, and trust me, I've been a kid before and I do know when I was a kid, it was hard to try to hide things from certain adults, you know. If you're a professional, you're not you're going to be to tell. So, no child, regardless if they're being manipulated or not, they're going to be able to hide the fact that they're being manipulated by their parents. And then a proper psychologist would remove the child from the parent immediately if they're manipulating their kid into doing some type of transition it's because they, they wanted to have a different child, a different, you know, gender for their child. They wanted to have a daughter instead of a son or they wanted to have a son instead of a daughter. Right, that type of thing would be easily spotted and easily stopped immediately. Right, but anyway, let's go ahead and get the video started.
Discord. With that all said, let's go ahead and get into the topic at hand after you hit the subscribe button. And also, you know, after you go ahead and hit the hit the bell notification icon, pl please, please hit the bell! Anyways, let's go and take a listen. Can you give us a summary of your educational background or your healthcare education? So, this is one, this is a video. This video is heavily cut, cut it and edit. It doesn't have most, a lot of his responses in it. I'm sure no one seriously probably find a video with Matt Walsh's response as well, but we're just gonna listen into it. But I did go to school long enough to learn how to read so I could read the data for myself, and that's exactly what I've done. And for what? So his statement is, I'm a dumbass. Because this is one of the few statements he had on here. Seriously, his statement is, I'm a dumbass. I'm a dumbass I can read. So you're not a healthcare expert. You have no medical background. You didn't even say that you have any type of degree on the man, period. So I don't know if Matt Walsh has a degree in anything. I'm hoping he does, because if you would have had a degree in something, you can say at least have a bachelor's degree education. Maybe in management, but at least I have some type of educational background more than your average high school. Right? Purpose do you conduct? I like how I like how fucking dismissive and condescending Matt Walsh is here with literally no reason to be so. Do your research and use this brain of yours. I use it for the purpose of trying to protect children from being castrated and mutilated. You know, use it to get. Now, in that situation. Because I've been, uh, I've been trying to, you know, run for office and things like that. And I do want to be one of the individuals up here on panels like that. I want to be in, you know, I want to be in politics. I want to be some type of congressman or woman or something, type of thing, whatever type of whatever you want to call it. I want to be in that position. I want to be in some part of the politics, right? Whatever level you want to call it, I want to be there. I want to have some meaningful effect on things, right? I may actually be able to help people out. So, but I want to be able to, if it's a house, you know, state house, whatever. Hey, you know, if it's a city board member, whatever, I don't care. But, you know, I like to be there and do that stuff. If he would have came up with me with that type of question, I would have immediately pivoted to what he describes as mutilation. Like, what do you describe as mutilation? Because if you have a doctor who is certified, who has more education than you do, and have all the legal rights to do surgery and have the backing of the government to be able to properly sue them for any type of, you know, malpractice and things like that. I don't think it's called mutilation. I think it's called surgery. So what is the difference between surgery and mutilation? I will ask him that question because I will force him to say that, you know, cutting open a child and moving their body parts things like that is do they do it against the child's will or is it 
with the, of course, with the child's acceptance and the parent's acceptance and things like that. Because you happen to have a problem, you know, with consent. You know, if you have the consent of the child and the consent of the parent, surgery is surgery. Mutilation is the unwillful and more than likely harmful cutting and removing of parts and cutting on the body of the individual without their consent. Sometimes you can have your consent from mutilation yourself anyway because you can self-mutilate, but it's harmful. Normally it's harmful. You're doing something like that is harmful to them. It's not in their best interest. Right? The cutting and whatnot is not in their best interest. So if he doesn't say anything like that, then I can say, yeah. But don't worry. I got even more. Because a lot of this stuff you can you can literally remove anything he's about to say. And one fail swoop. I'm going to hold that back for you guys to let you know. Castrated and mutilated. So this is the language that is always used by transphobes when they're talking about gender-affirming surgeries. Gender-affirming surgeries that, by and large, are not happening on minors. There are some cases uh, where somebody who's 16 or 17 gets a top surgery or even a bottom. So when he says minors, he's talking about the way that they try to make it seem like it's happening against kindergarten age individuals, as if they even consider a gender affirming kid in the first place. Surgery, but generally it doesn't happen in the United States. That usually tends to happen overseas. It's not a thing that really happens here in the States to any real measurable degree. You can call any kind of- Hey, sure, some mouth didn't move there, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to kind of to point that out. His, his, you know, avatar's mouth didn't move there. His, that's the thing about YouTube is it's like, this gets kind of weird. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, I know it's a new type of technology still, so it's in infancy basically, but that was kind of weird. Like, you, you're talking hard and your character's mouth didn't move at all. It was actually closed. <laughs> the thumb was just like, mm. Come on now, everybody got that point of form of OCD and them. Not really that, but it's, you know, it's like, mmm. Surgery. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. You can call any kind of surgery mutilation, any at all. I had appendicitis and I needed my appendix removed. You know what that was? It was mutilating my belly button. I haven't had the ability to see the, the little Again, white stuff of my belly button ever since I had He's my moving. appendix removed because they literally dug through my belly button to take my appendix out. That could be seen as mutilation. And uh, yes, because I was going to jump into that anyway as well. Might, might as well just go ahead and done this. dive here first into it since he did as well. You know, that's why I asked, what is considered mutilation, what's considered surgery? Because the things that you consider mutilation, things you consider surgery are completely and utterly different, you know, and they can be the exact same thing at the same time as well. Because what's the difference? Basically, it's in the best interest and with the consent of the individual, right? 
once you meet those, it's in their best interest, and they have the consent for it, man, pretty much that's going to be what you consider like a surgery. Mutilation would be, it's not in their best interest. Basically, I'll say that. Because sometimes I say you can have that consent to do it, and that's still mutilation if you have because, you know, you have people who are gothic and, you know, into that self-harm type of stuff. They'll give you the consent to cut them, but it's not in their best interest. It's cut on for no reason. And that will lead me to asking that type of question. So if you would say that things that happen to children, so like, okay, so if the child has cancer in the growing area, and need pieces and parts need to be removed in order to save the child's life, we are not to do it because it's mutilation, right? And of course you'll say, of course not, it's to save the child's life, why would you say that? So, it has to be in a child's best interest. And a child has to give consent, and the parent has to give consent. And it has to be a lot more involved than with someone who's running a podcast or YouTube show would like to give off in a little bit of five minutes just so you can get clicks. Right? It does more than that. It involves more than that. Technically, by the strictest definition, it is. You mutilate the body in order to remove a thing that is killing it. Removing the thing that's killing the body can even be considered its own type of mutilation. This is loaded language that is always used by Walsh and other people like him when they are trying to charge people against trans kids, against trans people in general. Clicks? Are you using it right now to try to get clicks with it? Yes. The answer is yes. Because you're going to put this up on your YouTube show as well, right? That's the reason why you're here. So, because he said, am I? Because I think one person said that. I think it was actually serious. I think he said that he was talking to the guy and said, is the congressman doing that? No, he didn't say He said, am I using the gay clicks right now? Yes, 100% you are. You see, that's the reason why, again, I'm going to tell you, you can be disrespectful to Matt Walsh. You can disrespect Matt Walsh. If you see him up there, if you're a congressperson, you can disrespect this individual. It's okay to. Interaction. This thing right here, when he says, hey, are you sure you're not just using your brain to get... Basically, he's calling Matt Walsh out. Uh, Matt is not actually a defender of children or anything like that. Matt is literally just a guy on the internet trying to make money. I'm a guy on the internet trying to make money as well. I have a channel. I think that the things I advocate for on my channel are better. Therefore, I think that the way I make money off of my channel is maybe a little more ethical than Matt Walsh. But functionally, you can consider Matt and me in the same category here. We, yes. as content creators, have a job, and that job is to get clicks on our channel, period. So piercings are permanent mutilations done for nothing more than aesthetics. Where's the conservative outrage towards Claire's for letting me get my ears pierced when I was a kid in kindergarten? Jesus. 
And yes, uh, I did have my appendix removed. So do we have any more likes from Matt? Impregnating 16-year-olds is good, actually. Walsh, speaking about child safety. Yup, 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 yup. But no, like yep. pointing out that, hey, I understand that, that you may see yourself as an advocate for truth and anything. But at the end of the day, you're, you're just a content creator. Your job is not so important that you can call yourself some kind of champion for justice. And it's really fucking cringe to try to do so. You can. Now, this is all going on in uh, Tennessee. I think this is in Tennessee. By the way, just in case you want to know. Because that's going to be important because I'll bring it up later on. Point out the positive or negative effects that somebody has on the outside, but to call yourself that, kind of weird. But let's go. You know, if you're going to come before a committee and make mischaracterizations and misrepresentations, it's fair game for us to ask you your educational background. You seem to have started this, so you have. So they didn't show the interaction that Matt had afterwards here. And I'm not yeah. super okay with that, but let's go ahead and continue. No medical background, correct? Oh, uh, no. You're trying to address good public policy, correct? Yes. I just have to question, you know, some of your public policy. Singapore is able to have nice things in part because they execute drug dealers by hanging and arrest even petty vandals and thieves and beat them with a cane until they bleed. We don't have nice things here because we aren't willing to do what is required to maintain them. I kind of have to question your public policy beliefs. And you also stated there'd been no studies. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause him right there. This now, I because I saw this a little bit beforehand and I was bosses this right here this moment with uh with him before but he's going to say exactly what i need him to say you know he's going to start out with making it sound like you disagree with him like yeah no bro but no you will he's saying the right thing this is honestly a really interesting tactic that's used. Now, technically, what he's doing is a form of whataboutism. So technically, what he's doing right here is a bit of a fallacy because things that Matt Walsh is saying could be true or false, irrespective of other public policy that he's advocated for. However, it is important to it is still important to show a committee the context with which Matt Walsh speaks about public policy. And when Matt Walsh literally advocates for capital punishment, literally advocates for beating people who steal, ignoring the material conditions that can cause people to feel the need to steal, or not even feel the need, but literally need to steal to survive, then it's completely valid to bring all of that up. It is valid to bring that up. So nice things enforced by violence, those aren't nice things. Yeah, yeah. So, the reason why I said that beforehand because, again, he was literally just said it. I don't think it's that much of what about-ism. It's more of him bringing up his public policy. He likes to believe he's in the, looking for the best interest in public policy. And then you have that take that you have. And you these are things that you left up on social media. And this is coming from his direct social media site, Twitter, at that point. So this is your basic belief. You hit send and you want to keep it up there. So that's what you believe. You believe that we should be hanging drug dealers and beating petty vandals. Resting and beating petty vandals. Until they bleed. And I know you might be saying, well, Trey, what's wrong with, you know, what's wrong with that? You know, if we do that to drug dealers, you know. 
Do you know the type of people that, you know, deal with drugs, they sell drugs? More likely, almost ubiquitously, the majority of them are black. Of course, Matt Walsh, who is a racist, doesn't have a problem with lynching black people. Right? Because, again, we know statistics. White people sell and do sell and use drugs on average the same, if not more, than blacks. But black people are arrested more than they are. So what do you think is going to be happening if we allow that to happen? Black people will be lynched on average more than whites and beaten more than whites. And he said petty vandals. Do you not know the type of individuals that can be considered vandals? So, let's say you and your best friends are, you know, going to a store, you know, hanging out. Let's say, you know, you're hanging out, you see a store, and you go over there to this corner store, you buy some, you know, candy and whatnot, and y'all just sitting outside talking right in front of the store. That means that guess what? The police can come there, guns blazing, shoot all of y'all, arrest you, and beat nearly to death, according to Matt Walsh. Now, does that sound right? They can do that? Now, think about that with children, like, 8, 9, 10 years old during the summer, hanging out at a store. They went and bought some candy and whatnot. They on their bicycles and whatnot. And police just come guns blazing, shoot up the whole goddamn joint. And beating the rest of them and, you know, harm those children. Sounds ridiculous and stupid, right? Like, why would you allow that to happen? That's not what we want. But Trey, they're just hanging out. They're not doing anything wrong, you would say. Few people out there that may be listening will say, Oh, no. Soon as he said it, he's at a store. Yeah, they are. That's called loitering. Now, think again. You got this elderly woman, you know, just walks across the street. A police officer beats and arrests this elderly woman. For no reason, right? It'll look like it, but they'll say she jaywalked. Really? Jaywalking? Let's say you you driving to yeah to go home. You know, you tie it. See the turn, you make your turn. Police then, you know, do a pit maneuver, flip your goddamn car over, drag you out the car, barely un- barely conscious, and start beating on you. Wait, why would they do that? You didn't signal. Hey, even more. Let's make it more realistic. You know, 
Let's say, you know, you just came from McDonald's, had a good, nice, had a couple of burgers, shot to smash one in the car while, while you're driving home. Like everyone else, you ball it up, toss out the window. Again, here come the police. They can do the pivot maneuver, flip your shit over, drag you out and beat you. Okay, literally. Yep. That's what Matt Walsh says. We don't have nice things because we're not willing to do that. Why? Because he knows even if he does every single solitary thing still, he can do all that. He won't face any of those consequences because he's rich. They wouldn't do that to him. to the next part here. You also stated there'd been no studies. Well, I'm sitting here holding a study from the American Academy of Pediatrics, suicidal disparities between transgender and cisgender adults and children. Before you state things, you may need to know all the facts. On your blog, Ed. I know that, again, they're not showing Matt Walsh's response to that. I'm curious what his response actually would be, though, when somebody says there are no studies on X, Y, or Z. In this case, uh, trans kids, trans suicide rates, uh, suicide rates as they change, moving from uh, child into adulthood, and then being literally shown and told, actually, that that's a study that we have. It's right here. I have that thing. It is valid to point out that a man who is not educated like a doctor is on these subjects and who's actually got a political bias that he has to serve because that's what the Daily Wire requires. Yeah, maybe he's not the best person to be looking at when it comes to public policy decisions. About 16, you're an adult who's mature and can make decisions. You're that at 16. I don't care what anybody says. Even going so far as to say when you're 16, you should be married and pregnant. 16 is an adult in your view. Why does this bill have minor defined as 18? I was a, a radio host 13, 14 years ago in my early 20s. It's also not an accurate reflection of what I actually said. I was talking about the fact that people tended to marry young historically and that's all that that was about and the follow-up will just be do you believe that 16 is uh adult or not because his viewpoints will be after that do you believe they're adult or not yes or no question you can reclaim your time every time yes or no question you had to say yes because he does believe it. Claim my time. Do you believe that you should be able to marry, have sex with, and impregnate 16-year-olds? You have to say yes. Because he does. They're about to, sh- about to play immediately that he does believe it. So if that's the case, if you believe it, and that's the case that you believe that 16 year olds should be able to be, you should be able to have sex with, impregnate, and marry 16 year olds. That means that they should be adults unless you are saying that you should be okay with being able to marry and have sex with children. Right? Because you don't have sex with children. In no way, shape, or manner 
is the United States okay with you having sex and impregnating children? You can do that with adults. Only adults are supposed to do that. We even classify that type of stuff. You know, sexually explicit material. As adult-oriented. Because only adults should be seeing it, viewing it, and doing it. Right? That relates to, the, to this. To all of a sudden act like this phenomenon of girls. I like how the immediate, like, that's not what I said. You're taking what I said out of context. And then we actually, like, get the context. Get context, which is this. Girls getting pregnant at, that, at, at a young age that we consider young, 16 or 17. To act, to act like it's a new thing is ridiculous. It's always been that way. Girls between the ages of, like, 17 and 24 is when they're technically most fertile. Recently, in the last 30 years or so, we decided that's way too young to start a family. So what I'm saying is that the problem is not per se teenage pregnancy, it's unwed pregnancy. That's the problem in society. The problem for Matt Walsh is that he's not just advocating for kids to get pregnant, he's also advocating for kids to be locked into a legally binding agreement with somebody that could cause you to lose a large majority of your house, your funds, your livelihood, the minute it doesn't work out. And let me tell you right now, 17 is a bit early to be considering marriage. Hell, in a lot of cases, 21 is a bit early to be considering marriage. You have not experienced a shit ton of life. You've not experienced everything that you can that could let you know whether or not you're ready to sit down and settle down. Some people do it, and there's nothing wrong with the people who do do it. But to say that, like, this is a norm that people should be striving for, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't think I agree. I don't. But Matt Walsh chimed in on this saying, whoops, you guys accidentally edited all of those clips and spliced them together to remove most of my responses. I'm sure it was a simple oversight. Here's the full interactions. You're welcome. I like how this is less time than the other one. So we're, we're going to pretend that this is also not edited. Yeah. Can you give us a summary of your educational background or your healthcare education experience? Mr. Walsh, you're right My experience in healthcare? Your educational background. I'm just curious. You, 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 you know. He's trying to say your educational background in general. Now, a good response would be to actually state if you have a associate's degree, bachelor's degree, higher education. If Matt Walsh has those, if you even you can, if you just state those, you may not be a doctor. But at least you seem more you seem smarter than your average dumbass. But the problem is that Walsh probably is your average dumbass. That's about as to a lot of your own research. I'm curious for what purpose you do that and what background you have to qualify you to speak to that. Well, my background that qualifies me to speak to this is that I'm a human being with a brain and common sense and I have a soul. And so, therefore, I think it's a really bad idea to chemically castrate children. That is my experience. Um, also, I, I did, now it's true, I didn't, I didn't go to college, but I did go to school long enough to... So, you didn't go to college. So, you, uh, so do you believe that a high school education is more than enough to be able to do surgery on individuals? Do you believe that high school education is enough 
to run very complex, you know, equipment, things like that. You know, thinking high school education is enough to send people to the moon or not. Of course, you'll come back with some snarky response, but then I'll be able to say, yeah. It's new. I think you need more than a high school education and just a functioning brain to be able to decide if an individual needs to be able to have the ability to decide on their gender or not. Learn how to read so I can read the data for myself, and that's exactly what I've done. And for what purpose do you um, conduct your research and use this brain of yours? Mr. Walsh, you're recognized. I use it for the purpose of trying to protect children from being castrated and mutilated. So you try to say you want to protect children, right? This is the point where I will cut in. I will ask him, can I take your time? Because see, this is the beginning. I will ask if I can cut in to, and I will say, can I cut in? And he can relieve his time to me, and I will say, this easily can be, you know, this, all this here can easily be tossed out. The reason why is because he came here saying he's a concerned parent and a representative of Tennessee. He forgot to mention a lot there. I will ask Matt Walsh, do you believe that consenting adults should be able to transition to either gender that they want? Do you believe that consenting adults should be allowed to love and marry individuals that they want within all legal means? Do you believe that a man and another man can be in a relationship, love each other, and should be able to marry? Do you believe that another that a woman and another woman should be able to do the same? Do you believe that non-binary individuals should be able to do the same? Do you believe that those individuals should be able to do the same and be called what they should be called? Meaning... If you have a person who believes himself to be a man, they should be able to have their certain pronouns. He will say, whatever you try to say, try to escape it. But I will say, you was on Dr. Phil and literally said that you won't play those games and won't call a certain person whatever gender that they believe that they are. You literally compare, you know, being a different gender to basically calling yourself a certain type of a different animal. So you believe and play games with this type of things. So this is what we call a bigot, everyone. He's a bigot. He's also calls himself a fascist. He himself says it. It's on his social media accounts. We never asked racist people if black people should be able to go to school with whites or not. 
We didn't ask or care if racist people, if blacks should be able to go to diners with whites or not. We didn't care about their opinion because they were bigots. He's a bigot. So he shouldn't care about his opinion, period. Because his opinion doesn't matter. He doesn't believe that even consenting adults be able to transition to whatever gender that they want. And he doesn't believe that he should be able to have the right to call these people by whatever gender that they desire. He's what you call a bigot. So if you don't believe that children, you're not going to believe that children have the right to be able to even have the smallest form of gender affirming care if you don't believe that grown adults should have that right. So you're not here as a concerned parent to protect whatever the hell because you don't protect children because everything that you say that would be able to, that you believe and stand for doesn't have anything to do with protecting children. You don't stand for raising minimum wage which would actually help families and people out, by the way. So if you cared about protecting children, you will love things like raising minimum wage, closing the wage gap, and a lot of other things that you're completely and utterly against that will actually help families and children out. You're not here to protect children because you believe that it's okay to be able to have sex with children. That body in there, Tennessee, that that you're there, those same Republican individuals also tried to pass a law, and this time, again, I definitely have video of it, I'm going to talk about it the next podcast actually about the have adding a age requirement to marriage right and age requirement to marriage and they fought against it because they believe it should be right to impregnate 12 and 13 year olds oh yes Yes, I know you're saying. No, 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 no. Not 12, 13 years. There's no grown adult that will actually say that out their mouths that you'd be able to have sex with middle schoolers. Not in high school. You're going down to middle school. God damn. Because when you 12 and 13 years old, you 12 and 13 years old, you're like in the 7th and 8th grade. That's middle school. Yeah. Of course, Matt Walsh believes you should be able to do that. So, he's a disgusting pedophile bigot. We don't consider their opinions when it comes to things. We didn't consider racist people's opinion when it came if black people should exist or not or should it not be just considered slaves and not human or not why would we consider his opinion when it comes to if a child should be a transition or not because he's not a concerned parent he's a bigot all his viewpoints that he believes are bigoted
you see, that's why I wanted to be in, in Congress. Because I don't see it. So I see a Matt Walsh come up. Because it is bigoted. He does have bigoted statements. Bigoted opinions. And none of his statements or opinions should matter. We will not consider his opinion. Because he's a bigot. He will go out there and say, oh, he is a parent. He has children. He loves his wife. He is in a religion. But the thing is, you've been on Dr. Phil. Not even trying to recognize another consenting adult as what they believe that they are. If you're not going to do that, then you're not going to recognize anything to do with children. Period. Regardless of what type of measures you put in between them. Oh, we can have it be, you know, stopped at the age of, you know, only start at 14 and go up to, you know, 18. So it's going to deal with high school. No, that won't be enough. We can outlaw any of that stuff going on with, you know, children from as old as birth up into 14, right? Nope, that's not enough. He won't believe it's enough because he's a bigot. He don't believe that consenting adults have the right to do those things. If you don't believe that adults have the right to do it, come on, bro. Your opinion don't matter. Your opinion don't matter. I'm sorry. Your opinion don't matter. We don't consider that shit. I mean, seriously. We don't consider that shit. <laughs> We don't consider that shit. Because why? It's just that. You're biggie. It's like considering Officer Tatum's viewpoints when it comes to the African African American community. You don't have the African American community's best interests at heart. You've never said or done anything that can actually help and benefit the African-American community. Everything you say and do is against the African-American community. So why would we give a shit? Seriously, why would we give a shit? Seriously. (laughs) It's just like that. Sometimes you just gotta say, yeah, no, that's stupid, bro. That's stupid. And we're not gonna consider that, bro. We're not gonna consider you. We're not gonna consider your opinion. We're not gonna consider people's opinion as like your one because if you're a bigot, your opinions don't matter. You gotta at least be able to have a functioning brain cell that can say, well, yes, there's a possibility in areas that there's a possibility at some point where we can consider you a individual who has the ability to do the transition. Because if you don't, come on, bro. If you don't believe that anyone should be able to have that ability, then you're a bigot and your opinion don't matter. I mean, think about it. It's just that. The consenting adult thing. You're not looking at it in the best interest, period. Consenting adults, yes, should be able to have the ability to, to transition and should be called whatever pronoun that they want. For me, I do believe that children 
you know, definitely under the age of like 14 should, you know, not have these type of gender permanent kids, including privity blockers, because should be told, you can be manipulated into that. But they more likely have ways to stop that shit, right? Like you have psychiatrists and therapists and things like that that work that salt that can actually see if you're actually trying to manipulate a child and doing things. I've been a child before and that, that shit, you can't, you can't hide that shit from professionals. They'll be able to see that real quickly. So yeah. Like I said, I told you, you can easily end that shit with one failed swoop. Just ask him his viewpoints on transgender individuals, the LG, LGBTQ community, and period. If you have problems with that, then yeah. So, yeah. If you're not going to have the viewpoints on that, if you have harbor viewpoints or things like that, like he does, come on now, I'm be real. It's not worth it. Right? It's not worth it. Get the hell out of here. He's just a bigot. And his viewpoints on LGBTQ communities are horrible. So, we don't consider your viewpoints on that. Because it's like people like that, their viewpoints don't matter. It's an old school thing like with racism. You know, we don't consider racist people's viewpoints on things that deal with black people. Because, of course, they're going to say what? Black people don't have any opinion or beliefs that I should have to acknowledge. Oh, okay. That's, how, that's what you believe, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't matter. Bye. Get out of here. Anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and, of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. And my podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The link to my support is available there as well. As little as a dollar a month is definitely beneficial. Later, guys.